0: Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Mike Johnston, author of the new book, Confessions of a Dork Lord, Book Two, Grave Danger. Mike, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, thanks for having me on the show.
0: Absolutely. If someone listening hasn't yet heard about your new novel, Confessions of a Dork Lord, Grave Danger, how would you describe the novel?
1: Yeah, so... Confessions of a Dark Lord is a middle-grade fantasy series. Um, so think, you know, World of Harry Potter, Boy in Magic School. But, you know, my book is kind of like Lord of the Rings meets Harry Potter with sort of a dark twist. It's uh, it's the story of the son of a Dark Lord. Now, what's a Dark Lord? Well, that's sort of a big baddie those that you find in fantasy books. A Voldemort in Harry Potter, a Sauron. Um, And I thought it would be really interesting to write a book about one of these sort of figures that we find in fantasy literature, the big bad guy. And uh, when I finally came around to writing that book, it was something I had in my head for a really long time. I wanted to do it as a kid's book. And I thought it would be even more interesting if the book was about the son of one of these sort of evil overlords. (laughs) um, Because I thought, you know, he'd have challenges and that would be interesting.
0: Well, do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to write the second book, Grave Danger?
1: Sure. Um, you know, Grave Danger is um, is an interesting book, and I wanted to put my character in uh, a challenging circumstance. So he is trying to follow in his dad's footsteps, struggling to learn magic. He's in magic school and is trying to cast spells, and so he does something unexpected and tries to cast a really powerful spell that's way beyond his ability and everything goes wrong and he sort of ends up destroying the castle that he's one day supposed to rule. He's kicked out and made to live with his mortal enemies, the humans, people like us. He's used to living with orcs and ogres and all the monsters. Remember, these are this is told from the bad guys' point of view. So, I wanted to put him in a place where he'd have to meet people like my reader. And I thought a lot of really fun humor could come out of that.
0: That's great. Well, this novel, as well as the first novel, Confessions of a Dork Lord, are illustrated. Can you tell us about the illustrator?
1: Yeah, Marta, um, I believe, lives in London. Um, I have never met her, which which is kind of fascinating. And I, and I think the process of making an illustrated book, I think, would surprise a lot of people, um, because essentially I write the novels and then she is handed the novel and then given the chance, she finds her own inspiration within it and decides, you know, what she wants to illustrate and how she wants to do it. And, you know, I, I give feedback. I, you know, we look for to make sure it's consistent with the story. But really, when you read a book like this, you're getting sort of two works of art that are almost in conversation. She, she looks at my work and finds things she thinks are funny or entertaining, and she's really, really good at it. She's good at really opening up moments. There's a lot of mystery in these books. There's a lot of mysteries that the character has to uncover and by working through different clues, and she'll visually put all the clues up on the page so that a reader can sort through them and kind of explore that mystery themselves. Um, so it, it's really wonderful to have somebody come into your book and reimagine or explore all the ideas and characters. This is a big fun book. It's full of zombies and vampires and dragons and all sorts of crazy monsters. And she has a ton of fun exploring those characters and really making them look funny.
0: That's interesting. I, I was going to ask you about your working process, but it sounds like from what you just described it's it's somewhat separate.
1: <clears throat> Correct. Um, it is somewhat separate. And I don't know that that's always the case, but it is in some cases the standard in the industry where the illustrator is their own artist, just like the writer, and, and they're given a chance to do their own work and their own contribution. And, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean there's there's no dialogue whatsoever. You know, they, we're, <laughs> we're able to you know address a, a scene if we if we think it's it's not really what the, what the book is saying. But um, it, you know, it's it's a process that, in all honesty, I wasn't sure I'd like, and I, I really ended up enjoying it. Like it, it's a, it's a real kind of joy to see someone else come into your work and uh, find new things or different things or different ways of imagining it. Um, it's it's actually it's it's really exciting and kind of invigorating.
0: I was going to ask, is it exciting when you finally see the artwork for the manuscript?
1: It is. In fact, that's that's aside from actually finishing the novel and having the, the various <laughs> parts come together, which is always a joy. Um, it is exciting to see these and you see them roll in, in stages, um, which is always helpful. So the artist will mock up each of the illustrations in a sort of rough form, which gives you a chance to comment before they've, these are pen and ink drawings, maybe before she's added all the ink. So we're able to refine them. And the, the publisher does something similar. They go through it and um you know, they'll edit too. Um, so sure. it too. It, so it's a, but it's super exciting to see these. And I have a lot of big fantasy locations in grave danger. Um, they have to, after visiting the humans, he also goes on a visit to an underground world um, filled with the undead. And so they're kind of, I filled these books with these amazing sort of fantasy locations. And so it's really fun to see somebody bring them to life and kind of big two page spreads, uh, that the kids can really dive into.
0: That's great. Well, what was your writing journey that led you to writing and getting your first novel published?
1: That's a good question. You know, I am trained as an architect and I actually practiced for for quite a while. And, but I'm also like a lifelong sci-fi and fantasy reader. It's something I always loved and always wanted to explore and as my career in architecture went along, I find found myself wanting to do something a little more creative, something where I maybe had a little more creative control. Um, and honestly, aside from architecture, books are really the only other thing I had a lot of interest in. Um, so I, 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 it took a long time. I, I've been I've been writing for a long time, so it's a, it was a slow transition between the two. Um, you know, it takes. A, and I I publish for adults. I write adult. Um, and I write. Epic fantasy for tour. I have a series called The Amber Throne. The first book was Soleri, Um, sort of a sort of in the genre of Game of Thrones. And uh, so I also write for adults, and that was my my first published novel. And I also write middle grade for kids, and they're they're very different. And I really like that they don't compete with each other for space in my head. The adult work is is very serious. It's a little darker, and the kid stuff is pure fun. So I get to move between these two worlds, and I I find that really refreshing.
2: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.
1: book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: And are the tour novels published under your name or a pen name?
1: Yes. um, Almost. It's almost like a joke with myself my my tour novels are published under michael johnston and my oh, gotcha. novels are published under mike johnston um got it which oddly enough um is considered a different name when i had to create two different amazon profiles and, and <laughs> it's really interesting that even that slight change causes a and my editor asked me not to do it they said you know, why don't you just use the same exact name? It's almost the same. I thought, you know, it's actually kind of funny that my kids' books are under Mike. Um, right. So I, I asked to do it because it, it it sort of amused me, and I I kind of like the Mike name on my kids' books.
0: And so, with the uh, the tour novels, the adult fantasy novels, yeah. is there is there more than
1: one published? There are two in the series. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to do something compact so it was a story that i had planned out in two novels and Mm -hmm. sold to them as a duology and they purchased the two novels and i wrote them published in 2017 and 2020 the first and second novels um so i I actually i really like that series because it's very you don't have to sort of slog through 10 novels that were written over 20 years they were (laughs) conceived fully um, as one story in two parts, and really they could they could have been issued it almost in one sort of 1200 page volume. Um, but its uh, it works well. it was it was all worked out in advance, so there they're, it, it's a great series, and I loved writing it.
0: And are you working on another novel now?
1: I am. I'm actually I have an idea for a sci-fi book that um, I'm just in the proposal stage for. And I'm also working on another middle grade book because I'd like to keep both careers chugging along. And um, I have a middle grade book that's a reimagining of Alice in Wonderland that I'm very excited about. So hopefully that that's actually – that one will sell first, I think. So hopefully I'll hear about that's that great. in the future.
0: So what what is your writing process when you're working on one of the Dork Lord novels? Do you outline the book before you start writing or do you just jump into the narrative? How does that work
1: for you? You know, I developed a process. I started as an adult author. I wrote the two. I wrote the two uh, novels for tour first, so I sort of established my working method there, and I, I've stuck to it. It really works for me, and I'm, I use it for my proposals as well. I do outline. I come from a background as an architecture. We are quintessential planners, very organized people, and so I will outline heavily, and um, I will literally I start with a sentence and the sentence becomes a paragraph and the paragraph becomes a story that's five or six pages and then 15 pages and 20. And then I find myself breaking it down into chapters and then developing each of those seeds into a fully grown chapter outline. And then literally there is no, um, there's almost no line between the writing and the outline. At that point the the chapter outlines could be two or three pages long. and, And so I can just dive into them one at a time and, and, you know, sort of explode them out into, into full, you know, prose in the chapters So I, I kind of have this process developed and it works incredibly well for me. I, especially for the adult books, I enjoy a lot of complexity. Um, I'll take, you know, three or four or five point of view characters and mix together plot lines and disparate locations that all weave together into a tapestry. So I find I can only do that with a lot of organization and, uh, you know the kids' books aren't that complex, obviously, and in, in any way. But the method still holds, and so I use it.
0: What advice? Would you offer for those who are working on their
1: own stories and novels? It's interesting. I, you know what what has benefited me most in, in times is, is, is simple persistence. Um, not thinking that um, there's a magic magical process of writing. Just simply sitting down at a desk for you know, three hours, four hours at a time and writing, just, you know, treating it like work, um, instead of like, you know, maybe some magical creative process, simply you have to be at your desk. You have to be writing all the time and doing it and, you know, not, uh, not losing sight of your goals, even when something doesn't sell or something doesn't go right. Um, it's certainly a long process and you, you, you can't, uh, can't let the uh, the low points distract you from uh, your goals.
0: Well, what novels or nonfiction books have you read recently
1: that you enjoyed? Um, what have I read recently? I um, I just uh, read uh, Michio Kaku's "The Future of Humanity." Um, I'm very interested in space travel, and SpaceX stuff like that, um, and uh, it was kind of a great primer on maybe the next you know 20 30 years of technology space exploration um how we'll get to mars what we'll do after we get to mars what the technology is like that'll take us to mars that will help us build on the moon and on mars and on the planets beyond um really really solid kind of primer on on that material and uh i really enjoyed that that was a that was a fun kind of quick read a lot of uh geeky sci-fi references to, but also some, some kind of some solid science without being overly technical. So good read. Definitely.
0: That's great. Well, where can people find you on, online if they'd like to learn more about you and your middle grade novels, as well as your, your um, adult fantasy novels?
1: Sure. Um, I have a website, Michael Johnston author, and you can always find out current news from me on Twitter or Instagram at M. Johnston, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N, author, all one word, M. Johnston, author, on Instagram or Twitter. And recently, because I write for kids, I joined TikTok, which is uh, which is terrible. I can't believe I'm on it. It's awful. And my kid is so embarrassed also <laughs> that I'm there. I share her embarrassment. Are are you
0: doing videos?
1: Oh, yes. It's terrible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, again, we've been speaking with Mike Johnston, author of the new novel, Confessions of a Dork Lord, Grave Danger. And as he explained, he also writes uh, adult fantasy under Michael Johnston. The, The new novel is available now. So go buy a copy. And Mike, thanks for doing this interview.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.